Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. This is the Almost Famous Podcast. We have Justin Glaze with us today. Justin, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Justin, uh, I got to kick it off. One of the the things that's been a common theme, it feels like, in my life, is when we interview people getting ready for paradise, your name pops up a lot with who they'd like to see there. Is that a possibility? It popped up this year? Yes. This season? It hasn't stopped. Oh. <laughs> Why is that crazy? <laughs> Why is that so crazy? Yeah. Did you get this shit thrown is so Is it a possibility this year? Yes. Uh, 0% chance Why? this year. Um, a couple of reasons. I just needed to... I mean, that's a lot to go through. Um that whole experience. Um, obviously I went through it last season and I didn't have the most grand or enjoyable experience. So I'm not exactly itching to immerse myself back in that. Um, do I think it's a format that can work? Absolutely. And on paper, it's ideal for somebody like me. Um, just, you know, in the sense of the amount of time that you get to spend with somebody, but, um, I don't know. I'm just still kind of, uh, you know, a bit weary, um, based on like how my experience last year went. My co-host, Ashley, would say that the um, rhythm of the batch of Bachelor in Paradise is you're on it, you you hate it, you get off of it, and you miss it. Have you mm-hmm. missed it? Certain aspects. Um, 
certain aspects, yes. Other aspects, no. And I think that's kind of where the dilemma is, you know, um, in deciding whether or not that's something I would want to throw myself back into. But there are definitely certain aspects. It's like, it's it's an experience unlike no other, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, and there's certain things that even when you're there, you're like, this is, you know, you find it's so easy to complain about the little things. But when you take a step back, you're like, wow, you know, that wasn't so bad. And I, you know, I could have found success in this, you know, um, so yeah, there there are things that you miss about it, um, but I guess I'm I'm probably an over analytical person, so I mm-hmm. weigh the pros and cons more than some others may, which is why, you know, I don't know if I would do it. It would take a combination of a couple of things. One thing I cannot relate with, and I've I'm really curious about. I've never really thought about this until now. Is you know, obviously, you're sitting in this room. You're what two years removed from your time on the show, mm-hmm. uh, the first show. You're removed from Paradise, right? Um, you're back to normal life and like you've tasted what the show brings you, right? It brings you a little attention. It brings people maybe recognize you on the streets more than they did before. Right. Uh, but you're back in a rhythm. Yeah. I went from, you know, bachelorette to bachelor and then I was pretty much off. Like I was done. I didn't, right, right. I didn't have anything else. And so I never got to experience the in between where like I normalized again, mm-hmm. stuff slowed down for me again. Yep. So, as I sit here talking to you today and you're saying, okay, paradise, not this year, maybe next year. Let's say it's a possibility next year. Sure. Like, how would you mentally go into it now? Like what would change with your mindset now having years Mm -hmm. back in the normal world, knowing what you're walking into? Yeah. Like, would it change? Would you be as nervous? Would you be more confident? Um, So I don't think I would be, you know, even because, I did even have a little bit of time after our bachelorette season because they filmed that paradise like before ours even aired. Okay. So we could have gone on that one. I said no to that one. So I, I had a little bit of time in between, you know, where I went back to working and all that before I did go on paradise last year. So I've kind of experienced that already of kind of going back to quote unquote normal life before re-entering. but having been through paradise already now, I think, you know, uh, yes and no. Like there are things that going into it now, if I were to go again, you know, I probably would do a bit differently. But at the end of the day, I've been able to step away from both shows knowing that I was my true self mm-hmm. and there's nothing. I didn't try to play a game. I didn't try to, you know, do anything orchestrated. So I've been able to f- step away from both situations knowing like, all right, I showed up as Justin and that's the best I could do. Did it work out? No. Does that suck? Yes. But is it okay? Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, it is what it is. Right. So I would go, if I were to go back into it, I, I don't like, there's no strategy or anything really. Yeah. I, you know, I think I would just know what it is and, and kind of have a bit of a different mindset, I guess. What would be the things you do differently? Um, so I would, you know, I, I, I think I tried to be in it, although it didn't work out. Um, like I said, just a few seconds ago, I'm very like analytical, I guess. And I like overthink or like weigh pros and cons and just try to be very intentional, which I don't think is a bad thing, but I think I would probably just like let my hair down a little bit more. And, you know, I don't know. I, I would be better at communicating. Um, I think that kind of got me into some troubles, but I think honestly, it's like, it's a personnel thing as well. Sometimes you just don't get the right mix of, of people. Um, so I think I would just be better at communicating why I'm being so like analytical because in my mind, everything, even when I stepped, like these guys know, when I came back from paradise, I was like, all right, I think I did everything right. You know, but then watching it back and having conversations, I'm like, okay, in my mind, I know what my intentions were, but I didn't communicate them as effectively mm. as I could have. 
So I think I would just be like overly communicative with whoever I would, you know, be in a relationship or whatever with. Would it play a big factor for you? I mean, you, you have a very strong friend group uh, mm-hmm. from your time on the show and the, the people you've met since your time on the show. Yeah. Would it be uh, a make or break for you uh, for one of your buddies to be committed to going on the beach as well? Yeah. And, you know, people may hate this because they think <laughs> like, oh, they're only going to bro out on the yeah. beach. Right. But it's more than just that. It's like having a support system mm-hmm. there because sure. you are cut off from friends, family back home. You have no phone, nothing. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, it would be a make or break if I had, you know, one of these guys or, or Rodney um, to go with me. Absolutely. I wouldn't go down there by myself. Because when you're in the trenches like that, you know, God forbid you're in a situation where things aren't going great with, you know, your partner, whoever you're, you know, matched up with at the moment, like you need that nighttime, daytime, like mm-hmm. side conversation, night chats with your, with your guys, um, to get their perspective. So I'm jealous. Like I Absolutely. would love that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that would be a massive deal for me. Yeah. One, I, I mean, I, I never got to experience, but just showing up someplace with some familiar faces mm-hmm. that know you on the outside exactly now with you on the inside would be huge. Yeah. Um, just also for enjoyment and the fact and the part that nobody understands if they're listening is the stories afterwards. You leave the show most of the time in an isolated world and there's nobody to talk to really that relates with it. Yep. But if you had buddies on the inside, you get off the show and be like, you remember that on the beach Absolutely. or just breaking things down together would be healthy. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, nobody would understand unless you're there. And it's like, it's crazy because, you know, that's kind of obviously just being on the show and going through this unique experience. That's the basis of which our friendships were kind of like founded on. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, your most commonality when you come off the show, but then you just kind of branch out from there. So like nowadays, like we barely talk about yeah. the show. It'll, it'll come up every now and then we'll crack a joke or something like that. But um, it is nice to have people that, you know, can relate back to those experiences like that were in there with you at that moment in time. It's It's like... You can't replicate that with your, you know, friends that you've known for decades. It's they would never get it. They never get it. No, I've, I'm in that. I mean, yeah. I've been in that. They yeah. never get it. Yeah. They try. Yeah. They just can't. Can they don't say it, the right things. Yeah. They don't ask the right questions. And so, I, I think that's so cool that you guys have stayed so close. Uh, I imagine, like you said, you've branched off from the show now. Uh, so, for you all as a friend group, for you personally, what does life look like day to day? Yeah. So I. Um, you know, contrary to what a lot of a lot of people think, I I work a finance. I'm, I'm in finance, um, so I have like a, a corporate career. I still do my um, my painting, um, and you know, I'm working on some some other fun projects. Anyone who knows me knows I um, am pretty obsessed with espresso martinis. So I'm kind of immersing myself into the spirits industry, working on some fun projects there. Um, so yeah, I'm just keep you know got my hands full with keeping keeping busy. So. If you need a coffee provider, I'm your guy. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I've been a coffee company for five years, buddy. I've talk. done the espresso uh, world before. We got we to talk. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, 
For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. What's it like having a full-time job? I mean, a lot of your friends, a lot of people come on the show. A lot of them do keep their full-time job. Mm -hmm. Some people do, you know, choose a different path. Sure. So has that been hard to like balance that when maybe on a Wednesday afternoon, you know, there's some freedom in your friend's world to go and do something and you're, you know, at an office? Yeah, absolutely. So right after, um, after the bachelorette, I went back to, you know, the same job that I was with before, and then took about six months off, um, just, you know, personal reasons and what have you. And so during that time, you know, I was just painting. I was doing like social media stuff. And it was like, this is great for a while, right? And everyone, you know, teaches their own. But for me, I didn't feel as fulfilled because I started to kind of like for the first couple of weeks, it was great, right? I'm like, I can go to the gym when I want. Yeah. I can I have freedom, right? I can travel. But I wasn't feeling as fulfilled. And I like, I liked being in a routine and I liked 
just, you know, I don't know. I, I missed that routine. So I went back to, to working, but it does get tough because I just had to miss out on a trip to Cabo with these guys. Yeah. Um, because it was like smack dab in the middle of the week. It was a Monday through Friday thing. And even though I work remote, I'm just like, I know I, I can't, I can't make it happen. I'll be in, in the hotel room, like crunching away while you guys yeah. are like, I'm like the SpongeBob mean, like watching everybody <laughs> have fun, you know? And I'm like behind my laptop. Um, so it is, it is tough to FOMO, you know, it can be difficult to, to get over. Um, but it is what it is, and it's the lifestyle I've chosen for now. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I did it for two years. Yeah. After my time as a bachelor, I went back to finance. Okay, I worked it for two years, and then um, started the coffee company, and that's really where I stepped out. And but I still work, right? I can't, yeah. I can't do all the things that exactly. my friends on the show, you know, were doing. Now mm -hmm. everybody kind of settles in a few years later, and sure. they start to go back to, they start to settle down in something. Uh, but I do imagine that's tough uh, yeah. for you. Would it be, is it something that you're looking, I mean, not to get you fired, but um, <laughs> would you be looking to find something like new or do you really yeah. love where you sit right now? No, great question. So here's what I'll say. I, and this is no secret, like, am I great at what I do in, in finance? Absolutely. Is it something that I'm super passionate about, right? Is that like, you know, if I could do anything in the world and money didn't matter, right? Like yeah. what would, like art is my, is my thing, right? Anyone who knows me, like art is one of my passions. And so if the right opportunity came across, whether it's art or, or something else where I was truly passionate about it and I looked at it as something like, okay, there's longevity here. This is sustainable. Then yeah, that's a, you know, that's a different conversation. Um, but I'm very much so a proponent of like security and all, you know, I know sometimes you got to take a leap of faith, but um, for now, you know, until the right opportunity mm -hmm. came across where I knew it was something sustainable um, that would set me up for success more so than what I'm doing now, you know. I guess it's stability. I did yeah. it for healthcare. I didn't do that it for the too, salary. So that, if you ask my parents, because I even like, I'm, I mean, if you, like I'm logical. My parents are like the extreme. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm still the risk taker. Mm -hmm. And so that's like the first thing my dad brings up. My, my parents, they'll support whatever I do, right? If I told them, I was like, I'm quitting my job tomorrow and I'm going to go paint murals on the street, yeah. right? They'd be like, murals. murals. <laughs> this guy trying to bring me down yeah. with him. Obsessor. <laughs> That's the quote. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. They'd be like, go for it. My dad'd be like, all right, yeah, go for it. But what about that healthcare? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's, it's a real thing, but. Well, and then in, in the same breath, Obviously, uh, you are in a full-time job. The show, no matter if you like it or not, everybody comes off and there's a little bit of like euphoria from the attention. It's exciting. It's new. Your ego can often replace like a little bit of like who you've you know always been. Yeah. Happens to everybody, you know? Going back to a full-time job, has that kept you humble? Like, has it kept you feeling steady? Do, do, do you feel like... Uh, who you were before the show has changed uh, you as a person a lot to this point in time. Um, I think, I think we'd be lying if anyone said it didn't, doesn't change you, but that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Yeah. Like I think it can change you for the better in a lot of ways. Um, it was weird because I naively thought that I could go back to the job and just like, I guess be Justin at work and then could be Justin in like the social life that changed. Mm -hmm. Right. I didn't want my work persona to change. But it was impossible to separate the two because people at work want to talk about it nonstop. Yeah. And it's like hard to separate church and state, right? Like it just, yeah. it is what it is. But um, it's actually funny because I, when I left that company and joined my new company, I think some of that allure kind of wore, wore off because it's actually the same company that Romeo works at. Uh, so yeah. he like introduced me to the company while we were filming Paradise. Um, so people still like initially wanted to talk about it. And like I work remotely. So 
it was it was more manageable behind like a screen but then when i went to the holiday party people were like oh my god i'm like guys i'm your co-worker at this yeah. point. you know what i mean like yeah. it's weird i'm like I'm, we work at the same place mm-hmm. um so i think it's inevitable but i just do my best to kind of separate like work mode and then like bachelor social world as yeah. best i can but well it's healthy uh and it's admirable uh for you to to keep this job it is it's not something that everybody can do it's not somebody something everybody chooses to do but it is a big deal when you choose to do it i, I don't say that lightly i know how hard it is um Appreciate but a long term i do believe it's the healthy and right choice but yeah. i'm also probably like your parents where i'm like stability's nice yeah, yeah. um uh, well you're back to work you've got your social life the question that i have to ask everybody are you dating are you <laughs> single what does that look like for you man sore subject um i am single um i'm trying my best to date so I just moved out to LA from Baltimore uh, about um, two months ago. Um, and it's been a, a bit of a challenge because for a couple of, like I'm not on any of the apps or anything like that. Yeah. And I'm not a huge DM diver. So I haven't really explored that Avenue too much, but look into it. Yeah. I, I might have to, at this point, um, it's been tough. Like I don't want to categorize, you know, people in LA, but so thus far, you know, I, you know, we'll go to events or, you know, we're out and we'll meet somebody. And for me, you know, like the next step is like, okay, if, if we hit it off, exchange numbers, like I want to take you on a date, I want to do something. Right. And I've found that, you know, the, a lot of times it's like you exchange numbers, you talk for a couple of days and it's like, there's no like mm-hmm. actual action. It's like, Hey, I, like I've gotten stood up twice now yeah. where I literally, I'm like, Hey, we got dinner seven 30 at this place. And then just like nothing. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, yeah. So I, I've tried to be intentional. I've tried to like, I don't know, maybe I'm doing something wrong. I, I don't know, but it's been tough out here so far. So keep my fingers crossed. Is that a common thing that you're hearing from your friends that live in LA, like getting stood up? Yeah. So I've heard, I, so, you know, I've heard it, um, in New York, right? Like yeah. kind of like the mindset that people just see date, like people are like serial daters. Like I have friends in New York. They're like, Oh, I'll go on three dates a week. Mm. And it's like this unknown, it's like this known it's like unspoken thing where it's like you know people are just dating to see if there's like what's the next best thing right yeah. because there's so many people in in new york like you just you know shoot your shot whatever and i had heard a little bit about that in la but i was like no nah, it's not gonna be that bad um and that's just not my style to like serial date like that i'm like you know it takes a lot for me to even want to you know i'm not gonna waste my time or anybody mm-hmm. else's time so it's more so disheartening when i'm like okay i th- i thought we really hit it off and like yeah. Yeah, i don't know so I'm keeping hope alive, uh, but I have heard that it's kind of like the culture out here. But well, paradise is still always uh, open <laughs> for you. Uh, sometimes that is the reason when I talk to people, they go back on is they've had no success in the real world mm-hmm. and they've just grinded to try to meet somebody and they're like, all right, I'm going to go back on paradise yeah. to see if that's a shot. Well, the other idea um, that I, I want to ask was if they were to ask you to be the bachelor because you are currently single, would you say yes to that? Would you consider it? Um, yeah, I'd consider it for sure. Um, I think it, I think obviously, you know, my overthinking soft would analyze every which way, you know, what, whatever outcomes there could be. But at the end of the day, I think it's such a tremendous opportunity that you'd be foolish to pass up. Yeah. Um, because in what, like, I'm out here just trying to get a text back, mm-hmm. right? And what other scenario are you going to be handed, you know, 30 plus gorgeous people um, to get to know and date and explore? Um, it's just such a unique opportunity that I think 
I'm a huge, you know, proponent of like everything happens for a reason. If you, and if you are potentially being put in that situation, who are you to deny that opportunity? Yeah. You know? So, sure. well, uh, we'll be really excited here, um, to be following your journey. Is there anything next for you in life that you want to promote, talk about, share here on the podcast? Um, <laughs> not, not just yet. Um, like I said, I do have something some, to look forward yeah, to. I do have some things that are in the works. Um, so if anyone is continuing uh, to enjoy my espresso martini journey. Um, We're going to do a collaboration. Yeah. Generous Coffee is going to send you some coffee. I love that. And you got to make the perfect espresso martini with it. Um, you don't even have to share it. You just got to text me and tell me if you like it. Okay. Because it is the best coffee in the world. Is it? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right, buddy. Hey, <laughs> Justin, thanks for coming on. We do look forward to seeing what's next for you. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on the Almost I Famous appreciate Podcast. You, Thank you. Justin Glaze is honest and as vulnerable as usual, wishing him the best success. Until next time, this has been the Almost Famous Podcast, and I've been Ben. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.